Welcome to episode number 139 of the Keep Up Podcast. Where if we wear the right amount of pants, we can stay up late tonight. So many questions about what what the right amount of pants is, and is it betwixt us, or do we each have to wear a certain number of pants? Now, this stems from one of my natural timisms, right? My my quirks that people don't understand. I can stay up later if I wear jeans. Mentally, my brain is like, "Oh, we're going out, we're going to do stuff, so it's more awake." What I hate the most about what you just said is some part of me was like. I get that. It makes sense. So the other night, we went out and got pumpkins. We did like little family festivities. We did, yeah. And so I was like, you know, it is like around midnight or something. I still have my jeans on from the day. And I'm like, you know what? If I keep these on, mom is alerting us with the light of doom. Are you serious? Yeah. That just scared me the way you pointed over there. <laughs> I was like, well, here's the end. All right. Wait, hold up. Quick pause. Here's, yep. some, here's some fun jams for you guys to listen to. So you're wearing your pumpkin jeans. I'm wearing my pumpkin jeans. And yep. I'm like, you know what? If I, and I'm, I'm aware of this at this point. I was like, let me see how awake I can be if I keep these, these jeans on. Right. So I stayed up till 530. Good Lord. Just because I was wearing jeans. <laughs> no. I had, I had consistent <laughs> energy throughout the night. I want to <laughs> let you know that when you say just because I was wearing jeans, yep. I picture you standing up in your room, not doing anything, uh-huh. just like being aware that you're wearing jeans. Right. No, I'm like, I'm T-posing. Right. I'm just sitting <laughs> just there with my arms out, pants jeans. on. Jeans. Wearing jeans. I but was, wide awake. All what, the energy. Uh, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't watching TV. I was staring at the wall. <sighs> what did you do? I played Ghost of Tsushima. Wow. For that whole time? Yeah. I And usually I lose steam. If I'm in comfy, if I'm in shorts or like comfy pants, I lose steam like 2.30. I'm wow. like, all right, this is bedtime. But the mixture of the jeans, and yeah. I will say Ghost of Tsushima, I was having fun with, so sure. maybe it was a little bit of that. But no, it had nothing to do with it. No, it's just strictly the jeans. Strictly jeans. And it just gave me the energy. I don't know how else wow. to explain it. But, you know, this is something to try at home. If, yeah. you, if our listeners are, you know, they, they want to stay awake, right. put on some jeans. Put on some jeans and leave them on. And leave them on, right. Now, when you took them off, mm-hmm. did you immediately pass Passed out? out. It, was, it was, I like, I was like, okay, I need to be standing in a place where if I fall, at right. least I, I won't die. It's okay. So I, I, I took them off and out like a light. Wow. Yep. I'm wearing jeans now. Maybe I'll continue wearing them and see how long I'm awake. I think it's either a mixture of comfort yeah. or like I said earlier, my brain associates jeans with going out and right. being awake. So it could be either one of those. So your brain makes a lot of decisions based on your legs. Yes. My legs my you. legs really run the whole show. Right. The top half's just kind of here. I hate the pun that you may or may not have just meant to I deliver. I totally... Oh, that's good. <laughs> my legs nope. really run the show. <laughs> right oh, over my head. I hate it. Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, yep. where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And uh, we just talk about all the media and the... all the, No, I'm hang on. What do I usually say? All, go, uh, all the re- things... Uh, uh, here it is. Yep. Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett and Tim is Tim. That's me. And we just talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food. Nice. 
that we can't keep up with, and that's why it's the keep up, and it's the keep up, and we talk about whatever we want to talk about, and you know, we're doing it now. We hit it. We hit that point. We, you know, we were there, and now we're here. That's what I always say. Um, <laughs> you I, know, to go back to the gene thing. Please, one more time. let's go back there. <laughs> just, just one more. I little... was gonna say something else, and I, I knew there was nowhere to go but back to the genes. <laughs> but there's, it's seriously, there's a wall in front of us, so yeah. it's just we got to go back. And it's littered with genes. <laughs> with genes. <laughs> it's a genes wall. This might also, you know, how people say like if you're feeling bad or feeling like depressed or something, yeah. if you put on if you're feeling sad and you're feeling depressed. That's the song from Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go. And it's upbeat inspirational song about life. you know yeah, yeah it's a great song it's the whole movie's great it's so good so Titans people go say movies. when you're sad when you're sad a lot of sometimes people have trouble like getting up and getting dressed and it, yeah. there's there's this um oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. this idea where if you dress like you're going to work or mm. if you're like about to have a day it'll make your confidence feel better yeah it'll make you feel just better so maybe that yeah. that logic kind of falls into place too yeah i just feel better wearing jeans you're ready for the day yeah I think at, you're right. At midnight. Yeah. But I've been wearing jeans for like hours at that point. Have you ever done the thing where like you're kind of tired mm-hmm. in like the evening mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm just going to lay down and you like fall asleep. Maybe even that thing where you accidentally fall asleep and you wake up at like an odd hour. It's like 1030 or 11, mm-hmm. but you decide you're not going to bed yet and you like wake back up. Like your second wind. Yeah, but, but it's at like a bad time. It's where, like two in the morning or something. Well, yeah. you said like 10, right? Well, to me, the awkward hour is like 11. Because mm-hmm. it's like when I stay up late, it's yep. usually midnight to 1.30. Uh, honestly, till like 2. Midnight mm-hmm. to 2 is like my I st- I'm staying up late. So if I start my night activities, be it like video games or movies, yeah. at 11, mm-hmm. I'm probably looking at 3, 3.30. Okay. So, But I make the conscious decision sometimes like, oh, I just fell asleep for like an awkward amount of time. I guess I'm up for the next four or five hours. Which is so hard because if you have like work the next day or whatever. Oh, yeah. And dude, I, so I uh, rarely take naps. I've yeah. probably taken maybe seven in my life. I don't like not, to do not it. Not considering baby time. Right, right. You know, baby time, you sleep. You have to. You have to. But as an you're adult, just a dumb I, baby. It's, <laughs> you're right. And that's all you can do is sleep. That's it. Uh, I don't usually, um, granted, I work like, Although now it's been more earlier, but I used to work nights. Yeah. You know, I used to work at 12 or 1, so I'm used to staying up late. I've always been a night owl. Yeah. But recently I get out of work around Hoody 8 hoo. or 9. Hootie hoo. Yeah. Uh, 8 or 9-ish. Um, so I still have like a good chunk of the night available yeah. to me. Chunk of the night. But I... I re- <laughs> I'm, I'm going to just glide on over you that. You can't. That's your new cartoon. <laughs> what? No. Chunk of the night. <laughs> what Am I a hero? Tim in Chunk of the night. Yeah, it's the small... It's when you <laughs> defend <laughs> defend the city uh-huh. in the small chunk of the night that whatever you're talking about right, right now... Between is, like 10. Yeah, 10 and what? <laughs> 10 and 3 That's a chunk. It's yeah. not the whole night. Right. It's not like at night, Tim is this. It's just in the chunk of the night. <laughs> That's when Tim... If you have a song with it, does it make it official? A hundred percent, yeah. Okay. And as I've said previously, there will be a little bit of a song, but mostly narration. Mostly. So it'll be like, join us next week when Tim has more adventures in a chunk of the night. That sounds like a comic, like a, uh, or a, a newspaper comic. Mm, yeah, I guess a little bit, you but know. it's a show. Who would want to watch it? How long Chunk is it? of the night. Is he can it? only defend the city between 10 and 3 a.m. Because he's got to get a little bit of sleep. <laughs> Chunk of the night. That's like realistic Batman. Right. He yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, did you really think he'd be up all night? <laughs> You're crazy. You can't never sleep. Chunk of the night. And what are my villains? <laughs> the is voice there, is hurting my throat. Is there like... 
Warm Milkman. Warm Milkman. <laughs> Very mediocre. Stuff that like makes you fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. You Just need... people trying to get you to sleep. Yeah, it'll be like Bitty Blanket. Does the Warm Milkman, or I mean, does the Warm Milk thing work? Have you ever... I won't drink Warm Milk. It sounds so bizarre. Yeah, I'm not trying It, it. sounds soothing like hot chocolate. But like, I just I rather have hot chocolate. I'll go to sleep just so I don't have to do that. <laughs> That's what it That's is. That's how it works for me. You take a sip and you're like, oh, I got to no. go to sleep. There's no more of this. No, someone just brings it to me. It's like, I brought you warm milk. I'm asleep. I can, no, thank you. Please <laughs> take right, it away. We're talking about, I wasn't going to talk about this this week, but uh, because I wanted to find more, but because we're talking about it, I found out that that back in the day when new foods were introduced, like the 50s and 60s, yeah. they used to combine a lot of things as like cool ways to sell it. So I found this one the other day. Well, let me see if I can find the picture what? of it. So when 7-Up came out, one of the biggest combinations to sell it was 7-Up and milk. And uh, so this is this is like, like... as a package, you would buy... So you would buy 7-Up... And, and mix them? And pour it into the milk. So this is the description. For children who won't drink milk, for adults who want the nourishment of milk with a decidedly different appeal... Mix chilled 7-Up and cold milk in equal parts by pouring the 7-Up gently into the milk. Do not stir. The 7-Up adds a light and delicate flavor, making a delicious blended food drink. I have doubts. Which sent me down a rabbit hole where there are tons and tons of combinations of foods that are gone now, that nobody does it. Okay. But where... 100% 100% of video we're going to do. Uh, I, we have to. We have to taste test these 50s and 60s creations. That is so weird. This is the only one I saved, and I honestly don't remember the rest because I, w- I was going to find more. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's so bizarre to Doing think... Doing that voice really messed up my throat. I know. You can't You can't be... Chunk of the <laughs> That's Yeah, you got to change your octaves, yeah. you know? Um, but how crazy it is. It, but then again, my thought is maybe 7-Up was made so differently back then that it actually worked with milk. I guess, but I can't imagine... I don't want anything in my... It's carbonated milk. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it's... weird. No. Or it's lemon-lime milk. Oh! Right? It's it, it must be rancid. It must taste awful. We have to try that. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> right. right. It I, must be awful. We have right. to try of that. Of course. Yes. It's, it's what we do. That's logical. So, uh, you know, feel free to look up, uh, all you listeners out there, feel all free you, to look up listeners. these crazy concoctions, because wow. we'll probably be doing some. Crazy concoctions with the keep up. And final bit of housekeeping, the yeah. elephant in the room. What is I it? know all you listeners are sitting there yelling, Tim, why did you shave? Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys can hear the difference. There, uh, there, everyone's can. screaming on the other end, like, dude, I can't believe you shaved on this audio only podcast. And what happened? So, uh, uh, I got a, uh, a message from my work and they were like, Tim, we're finding hair in the chips. I don't believe that one bit. Wow. There's no way with the thousands of chips I make that they can find hair on them. It's right. the same color. Right. <laughs> First of all. That being said, I'm not disgusting and I don't want my hair to be in the chips. So even right. if they found one, I get it. I get the reason. So sure. they bought uh, uh, beard hair nets. And I, I said, absolutely nope. no. I'm not wearing those. I'd rather shave and just do it. So uh, for those of you who obviously don't see me on a regular basis, yeah. I had a big, full beard. Um, it was Bushly. Bushly. It was very intense. Imagine yeah. like a lumberjack yep. who has beautiful flowing locks. Right. But From on his, his chin. chin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I decided to shave it down. But this time... I usually have this little uh, like hand buzzer razor electric mm. thing, um, but this time I was impatient because it usually takes like thirty to forty minutes because it's a lot and it's not a great buzzer but it's effective it sure. works. Um, 
which doesn't make sense if it's not great but effective. Anyways, I like it. I it, enjoy it. Yeah, sure. Um, but this time I decided to use scissors because it was so long. You used scissors? Well, okay, here we go. All so right. I started cutting. It's a close shave. That's why it, I'm like. <laughs> you're like. So I started cutting and cutting, and it was so uneven. I just could not measure it well enough. Yeah, yeah. So then I pulled out old trusty buzzer. Old trusty buzzy. But because some I cut so close to my to my chin, to my neck, yeah. uh, no matter what, it never evened out. So I had to keep going like less and less, less in hair shape yeah. more and more to eventually to the point where I was like, I just need to cut you know, cut my losses yep. and just start fresh. Yep. So basically I have a bunch of little little baby peach fuzz. Yeah, it's not bad though. Yeah, it works. I hate goatees. I can't do them. And that's what I have right now. So why'd you leave that? Because it... I mean, you have the mustache, so it's a full it's a full yeah, thing. It's a um, whole piece. Because I feel like it has been so long since I haven't had facial hair that yeah. I'm not ready to see myself with it. What if you it. just left the handlebar? The handlebar, yeah. just leave it. I, Get I don't rid like, of the goatee, just leave the handlebar mustache. I don't like mustaches either. I need, I love the full experience. Okay, the full experience. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could try it out. I just, just saying, now's just, the time, my friend. I've, I'm already this deep in the now's hole. Now's the time. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a mess of things, but, um, it is different. I do miss the beard. It'll come back. Uh, it will. That's the thing. And, and I grow you, hair pretty fast. Then so. you can wear your beard net. I know. I'm so mm-hmm. mad. I mean, I don't think I had to wear it obviously now, but, yeah. um, the fact that they found hair at all, I don't know. It's suspicious. It is. Like, I, I feel, think someone's after your job. Right. And it's only me who works there. So I don't know who, well, there actually is the other guy I forgot about. There's him. another guy. There is another guy. You know what we need to kill him. Tim. With kindness. In chunk of the night. <laughs> but he only works during the morning. Ah, the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to say something when you were talking about like a chunk of the night? Because I totally derailed whatever you were saying. At no, that is there anything ever worth saying on this podcast? You know. Yeah. In memoriam of your beard. Rest in peace. Let's go into reflections. Reflections. Please, please. Ah. A moment to reflect. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you almost just made me choke I'm so sorry. bad. I'm hoping and, your gulps picked up on the mic. I was, and it's like a little bubbly. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Rachel always says, uh, my wife, for you new audio listeners, always says that uh, I, I drink too loud. You are the loudest drinker. I don't know how not to. Drink is drinking something. <laughs> drink is. Drink drink. Is drinking something not like the best feeling ever to you? No, it's very, it's because you feel it from like your chest very, down. Yes, it's very satisfying. It is. It's very like um, rejuvenating. Yeah, and I don't know how to do little sips. Like I take a whole gulp and I'm like, and I, I don't always, know how to not. I imagine what your throat looks like because I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a weird sentence, okay. but because the way you drink it, it makes me think of like a, a, a camel who has the big throat thing and it's like, <laughs> which is called an Adam's apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the throat thing I'm that's thinking That's the throat of. thing. Yeah. So that's what I think. And yours is like. It just like opens and everything pours in. Everything just closes. goes straight down. Yeah, yeah like... that's the gulp. Is everything just shutting it off? <laughs> it is. It's like close the hatch. But yeah, it is. You're know. so. It sounds painful. Does your throat ever hurt? Feels great. It does. Huh? I don't even. Sometimes I don't know what I'm making the noises. Mm-hmm. I can drink a can of soda in like two seconds flat. Plus, that's the other thing. Soda is not comfortable to drink. I don't understand why people like it. Like I like it, mm-hmm. but, but I don't, I don't know how you. Why... I don't know how you drink it the way you drink it. It hurts so good. <laughs> it's a, it's a you weird... love the pain. That's yeah, weird. Um, but I'm with you, dude. Liquid, liquid's great. Liquid is great. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of liquid, yeah. I Snake. 
Pretty what? Liquid snake. Liquid snake. Oh yeah, liquid snake. Yeah. Solid snake. Yeah, gaseous snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think solidus is the third one. Solidus. There's more snakes. Really? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, don't worry about it. If uh, this is your first reflections with us, um, here's what we do in reflections. Uh, we talk about some of the feedback we've gotten on YouTube videos and Instagram mm-hmm. and just wherever yep. any of our platforms. Right. We also talk about our mistakes. Yes. Because <laughs> you get choked up there. Because we. <laughs> Sometimes you make mistakes. <laughs> and uh, were That's I so to good. be crying right now, yes, it would be warranted because I've made a grave mistake. What have you done, my brother? I have defiled the Ninja Turtles community. What? Why? Because I said on a recent episode that Judith Hogue uh-huh. is in both yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh-huh. and yep. Teenage Mutant Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Teenage, you failed the community I'm, twice. I'm losing my turtles card. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Turtles. Teenage Ninja Monkey Turtles. <laughs> I don't know why you're monkey in there. <laughs> I said she was in the first and third movie. She's only in the first. So who is it in the third? Is it the one that's uh, in the, the second? It's the April from the second movie, yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly, I thought you were right with that because I remember there was some <laughs> awkward change. So I, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't help you. My brother. favorite thing is you are not the first person to tell me. I just assumed you were right and I was wrong. Yes. And this is why I had to come clean. <laughs> because everyone assumes yeah. you're telling the truth. Right. And, and we're, we're a bunch of liars right. on here. And it's, it's just not fair. Uh, that so what's the real April name? Okay. The real April is Judith Hope. Oh, what's the second but fake clone I don't April feel, name? I don't feel great about saying that because I also really did enjoy April and the second and third movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, Megan Fox, I don't like was how... the best April though. Listen, <laughs> yes, I'm not saying we should be mean to Megan Fox. Uh huh. I'm saying she was dealt a poor hand. Right. Paige Turco was April O'Neil in the second and third movies. Yeah. And what What else was she in after those? Or was that the peak of her? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, let's Let's have a look, shall Let, we? So let's have uh, a look. Paige Turco. Because sometimes people are in these movies and you never see them again. She's from Boston. That doesn't help me, Brett. Okay. Uh, so uh, <laughs> Wait, is she single? That might help me. Uh, How old is she, though? Is she like 50? Uh, she was born in 65, so do that math. She's old. Um, so old. No the, single. Her, her highest listed roles yep. are the two Turtles movies. Mm-hmm. She's also in Invincible. Uh-huh. Uh, the Game Plan. Is that with The Rock? That is with The Rock. Yeah. Yep. Invincible, the comic from Robert Kirkman? No, uh, the football movie with Mark Wahlberg. She's in a lot of football movies. A lot of football-based <laughs> movies, yeah. Um, the reason why I say Invincible is because there's a new, I guess, animated show or... Really? Yeah, based off Invincible. No um, way. I don't know too much about it. I've just seen it pop up. But I've always heard Invincible's like... Because the comic's stupid book. expensive. Even the the um, collected pieces. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's always been on my list. I don't know if I'll get to it. Um, I mean, I will at some point, but hopefully, you know what I mean? You have a long life, Brett. <sighs> hopefully. So she's done a bunch of TV stuff too, Law and Order, NCIS, but she's also in, Ooh, this just came up. Uh-huh. Books of Blood, which is a movie I've been looking at on Hulu. Books of Blood? It's, uh, I wonder if I would have recognized her without, <clears throat> uh, without, uh, looking no at way. her recently. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I made a, a grave mistake and I am so sorry. And I just, uh, ask for your forgiveness. Thank you for correcting yourself. Cause I know the Ninja Turtle community. Yeah. It's a huge part of our fan base. Also, I don't know, was like, is defiled not the right word to have used? It no. feels like drastic to have said defiled. I mean, that's really, that's the extreme. Oh, and to spoil. Yes. To sully, yep. mar, or spoil. Mar. 
Do do people use mar? I don't know. I heard a word the other day. I can't think of it now, but I was like, people don't use that word. Or to march in single file. Well, one or the other, I guess. That's Words weird. are weird. They're so weird. <laughs> Why can one word have two definitions? Dude, I don't know. Just create another word. Desecrate or profane. The tomb had been defiled and looted. And that's what I did. I defiled and looted the TMNT community by it is, saying... It is a grave. You know what I mean? That I guess the uh, the other thing is uh, um, Andy the Mandy. Andy the Mandy. He didn't love our, our placement of... Five Guys, and there was another one. Let me just pull it up. In the uh, food tier video. Oh, was not a fan. Was huh? not a fan. Hey, yeah. you know, it happens where people don't agree. Right. But we are the ultimate list listers. You know, I so, think you might have a point here. <laughs> so no one can say anything different because Long John Silver's obviously is S tier for life. Mm-hmm. And Five Guys, wherever we put it, <laughs> had to be there. There's a reason. So, that's the thing I'm having a hard time with. I can't remember where we even put them. <laughs> Five Guys, in my head, I want to say we put it in A. I believe, did we? Because I felt like Five Guys was a little bit um, was a little bit lower. Because I was trying to figure out, I don't know, why are all of our comments off? Oh, they're not. There was a weird glitch on Instagram there. It's every day. Uh, the placements of Sonic and Five Guys made me violently angry. Violently. So I don't know if he wanted them higher or lower. Um, I'm trying to think where they were. Or if he meant those two in comparison to one another. Oh, like Sonic being under I think five so- guys? No, I think we or... put Sonic above five I guys. think we did, too, because we're, That's we, gotta we be have it. our nostalgic memory yeah. with it. But I remember specifically when editing it, um, you said, and it was a good point, that Five Guys was pricey. And so, Pricey, and yeah. we ended up putting it lower because it it's very expensive for good burgers. Yeah. But all you have is burgers, fries, hot dogs, milkshakes. Like it's a very limited list. Yeah. Um, and I think I stick with the decision. Sonic I think is I st- better than Five Guys. I, wow. <laughs> and now we've put it on the podcast. Yeah. It's official. That that it's video official. Was, that, that video was fun to That's make. That's a fun video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen that, uh, it's a it's a fast food tier list that we put on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can find our YouTube channel. It's just to keep up. And also. Our listenership's been up again, and I just want to say hi to any new listeners. Thanks, new ears. Thanks, new ears. Leave a review if you'd like to. Chug in the night. And here I am whispering into your ears. TV? That was me licking your ears. Salty. TV. TV. (laughs) Television. I'm taking over TV. Brett called it, but here I am coming in with hot news. Darkwing Duck is coming back. When? So it's an hour-long special on DuckTales. And if... What? So DuckTales... Oh, okay. Because DuckTales is back, Yeah, obviously. That's been back for a little while. Yeah, obviously. So they're doing a one-hour special where um, I think it's... I think Duck t- the DuckTales crew is in it, but it's definitely yeah. a Darkwing Duck-focused episode. It's wow. got all the characters, voice actors back, obviously a little newer animation. Um, and so uh, there's rumblings that if it does well enough, they'll do another spinoff show like <sighs> DuckTales. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's out. I think they're just still working on it. Um, but that's awesome. That's, that's really... awesome. Mm-hmm. And question. Yes. Greatest theme song of all time? <sighs> What's funny is DuckTales is great. It's uh, Disney was on top of their game Dude. with their, the, You got Tailspin. So good. You got DuckTales. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch-ban-tail. Rescue Rangers. Yeah, they nailed it. But when there's trouble, you call DW. <laughs> that line. It's, I don't know. I would have to think about it. Let's get 
dangerous. (sighs) It's so good. You would have to think about it. You know you're in for a good time when you hear the starting of Darkwing There's just so many good parts. Aladdin. Aladdin? Yeah. Like the movie? No, there was a TV show. What was the theme song? Ha, ba, ba. <laughs> was that really part of it? it? It was. It was my attempt to do it, but it's like ah, it, it's the Arabian Nights theme, basically. But oh. but it's a little different for the show. The movie it doesn't count. It counts. We're talking strictly cartoon theme songs that you could only hear yeah. on the cartoon. A but a but. Let me throw a but. Swat cats your way because Ooh. it had the most beautiful guitar rift I've ever it heard. It did. It did. It was well, good. I don't know what's the be- what's better, like the Power Rangers guitar or a SWAT Cats Ooh, guitar. Dude. What's remind me of the SWAT Cats one? Um, How's it go? It's a uh, oh yeah. I'm trying to think. There's another soundbite for you. Yeah, it's killer. It's but but does it beat? Dude, I get goosebumps Wait, is that X-Men? Which one's the X? No, that's Power Rangers. Oh, man. There's too many good ones. Imagine being in the studio and being like, this is the Power Rangers theme. You ready? There's no way whoever played that guitar riff, Mm -hmm. that lead in particular, wasn't wearing like a complete glam outfit. Like a huge hair with a headband. Yep. His nipples were definitely out. They had to be. Like, he was wearing a shirt. Right. It just didn't cover, like, most of it. It was a star around the And nipples. he had his leg up on, like, the couch in the studio. <laughs> it was just some guy's, like, house. And they're just like, dude, we're just recording the yeah, theme song. Yeah, it's just one theme this, song, For dude. the show, though. It's probably not so even going to do good. Just one lead. And he's like, no, I got to be He's like, it. I got it. And he's wearing sunglasses. Yep. <laughs> go, go, Power Rangers! Wonder Woman. Oh man, yeah. that entrance mm-hmm. so good. Uh, too many good guitars in the world. Too many good guitars. That's it. Not even riffs, just guitars. Just guitars. But the Darkwing Duck theme song. Mm-hmm. Let's get dangerous. And when there's trouble, you call. T- I'm gonna listen to it for Darkwing the rest of my life. Duck. Darkwing Duck. I wonder if they're gonna redo it for the special. That would be because they redid dope. they redid the Ducktales theme. How is it? I haven't heard it. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's pretty. I, I if I recall, it's the same song. Who does it? Does anyone that is it anybody that like is of note? I feel like that's a thing I they would do. I don't remember. No. I can look it up right now. But um, you don't have to. I just oh, wonder. I'm a hasm. I just feel like they would get Brandon Yuri from Panic at the Disco to do everything. <gasps> that's what I feel like. Did he do the Scooby Doo one? Who did that? No, was that Green Day? Uh, What's new Scooby Doo? I don't know. They had. Uh, I'll look that up too. Oh, dude! Uh, just while we're talking about it and we're in TV, started yes. watching uh, Scooby Doo Mystery Inc. Oh, which is on Netflix. It's a 2012 one. Are their eyes black dots? Yeah, I think so. That's usually how I figured out is how their eyes look because they change so much. I think it is. It's a more. It's definitely like a more modern. Like it's funny. Stinky? I don't know, dude. I'm a little stinky. Okay, but I took a shower and put on deodorant. Where did you put the deodorant? Oh, yeah, right. I told you, no sweat glands on your neck, Tim. Ah, <laughs> oh, shoot! Stop swiping. I tried my pinkies too, and it just didn't you work. You always do. <laughs> Um, what were we talking about? It's it's a it's Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, right? How is it? It's really good. Yeah, it's funny. Like it's it's got it's got jokes that are, you know, it's I'm watching it with the kids because mm-hmm. they like Scooby Doo, but their their radar is such that they can 
figure out when something's like older and they mm-hmm. think it's funny now. Like we talked about with Power Rangers and VR Troopers. They're yeah. like, that show is ridiculous. So something a little bit newer, even though I think the original Scooby-Doo's are really great still. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the animation is a little off. I don't yeah. know if you were watching, but I mean, that's the times and all that. But oh, yeah. I would say the content alone is really great. It's still really good. A great yeah. watch. Yeah, this one's just a more modern take and it's like, a, you know, ongoing story where they're doing like some relationship stuff and mm-hmm. um, it's it's really good. I really enjoy it. Uh, okay. What'd you I might, find? I might be way off with the Darkwing Duck. It says 2017. What? But I just, ser- I read it on IGN the other day. Unless maybe he showed up. Two-parter. Tease the rest of season three. I have no idea what I'm looking at here. I'll get back to you in a minute. <laughs> Join us next week for reflections. <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I saw it on IGN. I don't, no, okay. DuckTales Season 3, Episode 12, Let's Get Dangerous. That's the name of the episode. Okay. Now. And that's the Darkwing Duck special. Came out three years ago. <laughs> uh, it makes the Darkwing elements at the episode feel at home in the 2017 DuckTales universe. So... Oh, so... Wait. Has Duck- DuckTales been going on for three years? Apparently. So well, maybe it's just referring to but the start date? Why does it say Darkwing Duck 2017? Dude, I don't know. Okay. I was thrown off. But anyways, I'm still right. Yep. Still correct, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. And the episode's out. It's it's released. So it's out. It's out. Go watch it now. <laughs> watch it now. We'll watch it at some point, I yeah. hope. Scooby-Doo. I'm getting texts. I would like a Darkwing Duck Scooby-Doo crossover. No, you don't. Isn't he like a detective? He's like a Batman, right? He's That's... like a he's a He's like a Batman. They did have the Scooby-Doo what was it, alien crossover? Really? No, there, really? There was it was like I didn't a, mean to say that like Scooby. No, it's all right. It's it, <laughs> you didn't say <laughs> No, it was like it was like a, a more mature comic where they they either fought zombies or aliens. That's cool. Um, it was super crazy. But anyways, I forgot it. Also, it's irrelevant. We're on TV. What did you take us to TV for? Uh, it wasn't Scooby Doo, but I'll just reiterate: if yep. you like cartoons, you like Scooby Doo, you should really watch this. Or you could watch a pup named Scooby Doo. You could, because that's my favorite. That's a really good one. I love that one. Scrappy's in that, yeah. No. No, no, no. A pup named Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. You're right. What's that's the fine. one called that has Scrappy in it? Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. Is it? I don't know. I thought he, when he was first introduced, it was like, it was a different one. Baby Scoob. Yeah, Baby Scoob. Baby no, Scoob. he's not Baby Scoob because no. Scrappy's a little... He's Scrappy. Is he, yeah, is he his cousin? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Join us next week in Reflections. And then he also has a brother that's like a gray... Scooby-Doo? Scooby, yeah. He's like stupider. He's like the gray dog. Gray dog. Yeah. The gray dog with the red hat. We are not prepared for the Scooby-Doo conversation. <laughs> we are not. A gray dog with a red hat. Yeah. Scooby-Doo's brother. Thinking of a top cat? <laughs> no, That's no. actually like a yellow cat with a purple hat. Oh, no. He's got a different brother. This is Howdy-Doo, but this is not who I'm talking about. Howdy-Doo. Howdy-Doo. We're learning some things here. Uh, and then they show Scrappy-Doo. No, where's stupid? There he is. Stupid do? His name's like Dumby do. Okay, I do remember <laughs> that dog, and he's hilarious. <laughs> he's, uh, Look at that face. What a doofus. So that's his cousin as well. Um, Big they, family. They don't have his name, so he's Dumby do. Well, speaking of spooky oh, his business, Scooby Dumb. Oh wow, <laughs> amazing! I hate it. You could get away with stuff like that. All right, thirty minutes in. Let's go to TV. Yeah, yeah. So we've this is. I know, but oh. let's let's start TV. Let's <laughs> let's, let's start. So speaking of uh, spooky shows, I brought us here for an Amazon Prime original <gasps> based on a podcast series <gasps> called Lore. Lore. Are you familiar with Lore? Have you watched? I mean, lore? Listen? Yes. <laughs> Listen to lore? I have. Previously. Yes. 
So maybe I heard it from you. Okay, so I've listened to Laura like once. Okay, so maybe I didn't hear it from Just you. because I, I was getting into another podcast at the time, mm-hmm. and it's... um. So uh, essentially what it is is a compilation of stories mm-hmm. that it, it sort of examines like the origin of some stories that we know, but it also go and tell like a, a specific account of say like a witch accusation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also in this, in this uh, format. Now here's the thing is I, I, because I've only listened to like one episode, I can't remember enough to compare the formats, mm-hmm. but the way that the show set up, there are two seasons. Uh, we finished the first season at six episodes. Um, so each one has an overall like main focus story. So the example I'll use, because I think some people are familiar with it, but you're familiar with Robert the Doll? Robert the Doll. He's So I think it's in like Connecticut, but is he's like supposedly this like haunted doll. No, I've never and heard I, of think, I think it was the basis for like Annabelle and stuff like that. Huh. Um, I could be wrong, but this doll, like you can look it up. The doll is in a glass case in the is it, house. Is it a Raggedy Ann doll? No. Okay, because that was the one that was based for Annabelle. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm wrong about that. Then I I, I feel like there there were stories like based on this doll. It's very mm-hmm. creepy looking, but um, the the story in lore it's all uh, uh, narrated and hosted by Aaron Mankey, and it starts off with like a story of like there used to be these legends of X, Y, and Z, and it'll show like sort of this animated sequence, mm-hmm. or it'll tell you a quick story of like a um, like an urban legend kind of thing. Yeah, and then it'll tie in to your overall story. The one about Robert is this true, it's a true account, like a true story of this this lonely kid being sent a doll and then all these strange things start happening in the house. Oh, that's a really big spider. How close to uh-huh. me is it? Oh! oh! Where is it? <laughs> it's on the ground right there. <laughs> oh, it's coming close to you, Brett. Yo, what is that? That thing's huge. <laughs> uh, dude, I saw it crawling behind your head and I was like, huh, what's that? It's coming for you. <laughs> it's looking at me, dude. Hold on. Here you go, Brett. You can do the audit. I'm not doing anything. What, what am gonna... I going to do? Stab it with that? Yeah, you're going to... From this angle? <laughs> I say we let him live. You want him to crawl towards you? He's going to crawl in your mouth while you're sleeping. <laughs> this thing is huge. Oh, it's coming after you. Is it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. God! It's it's it's, uh, it's on me. Did he come out the other side? No. He's on your legs. My legs are up here on your chair. Both of them. Yep. Where'd he go? Can you really not see him? No. I lost uh, all right, I gotta get up for a minute. All right, update. We lost the beast. We lost. I missed it miserably. Tim tried to attack it 16 times, and the thing, it overpowered him. It did. It took the fly swatter. I don't know how to not just look all around me. Hey, listen, and shut up out there in listener land. This thing was huge. <laughs> it was at least two cat sizes. It was two cats. We. It could eat the cat. It could eat two cats. Where did it go? I don't know. I think it can teleport. And that makes me scared of it. Because if it just beep in front of, front I want to not be scared of it. I want to be like, "What are you babies scared about?" And just let it crawl on me. Uh huh. But I can only hold still for probably a minute before I get creeped out and think it's gonna. A kill minute? Me. That's a very long time to have a spider on. Yeah, you. no, not a minute. Like a couple seconds. Yeah. So lore tells you Laura. a story, and it'll tell you. Um, they'll reenact account like real accounts mm-hmm. of stuff. 
right? So in the doll one, it starts off with like a little urban legendy thing, and it it'll talk about like a concept. Like some people believe this. Um, a, a lot of them in the first season were about like um, certain cultures where they believed in like. There's one episode on changelings. Are you familiar with changelings? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this this thing that would come in and replace a loved one, and a lot of times people would be killed or burned because they thought that someone thought that they were a changeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a real account of that. And uh, so what they do is it's a mixture of storytelling, like documentary-esque, and a, um, a well-acted reenactment um, of, of the whole story. So it's pretty cool. They're all about like 40-ish minutes. I mm-hmm. think some are around like 36. Um, there's one that's about the history of lobotomies. Um, and so so it's a mixture of like... Um, oh, there's one about uh, werewolves and like the, the beliefs of... of um, of uh, people like where where that thought really came from. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really really cool legends in there, and they range from stuff like the lobotomy, where it's like creepy medical history kind of stuff, yeah, to monster stories, to like really graphic tellings of like you know the the witch trial era that kind of thing. Um, so super super enjoyable if you like that kind of thing. It gets at first I was like. Um, let me put it like this. Like the kids walked in at one point mm-hmm. and I was like, well, maybe they could watch, you know, part of this story. I was glad that I didn't let them stay in the room because it got really, really violent at oh. one point. So you don't know because it's kind of like documentary-esque. Is it TVMA? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for the violence alone, it yeah. has to be. Um, and that, but I think that was like the fifth or sixth episode mm-hmm. um, where it just, it got very, very graphic. And it was, it was great, but I didn't know because because it is like a storytelling type thing. Right. You don't know where the reenactments are going to go, but they, again, they, they range. There's like one that's more of a creepy ghost story, that kind of thing, but it's really, really good. That super sounds enjoyable. cool. Yeah. Especially because, so is it the podcast and then they reenact the podcast? So that's the thing I don't know. Format wise, I think the podcast is just him telling the stories, mm-hmm. but I could be wrong about that. They might do um, like voice, voice acted reenactments. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Um, but I believe, I believe this is just, I, I wanted to say that it's just him telling, telling the stories on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the same narrator. And I think that's really cool that it was born out of the podcast right. and the podcast I've been hearing about for years and years, mm-hmm. um, that it did so well that it now has a prime original show, which is such a cool content. I would never see a podcast go to a show like, yeah. but it is the next step, right? Yeah. That's what you would do is hundred percent. Yeah. You would like, it's like a radio show almost or a talk show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think about like good mythical morning. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Like they, they were just YouTube, right? Like, yeah. I don't think it started as a podcast or anything but the evolution is now it's essentially just a talk show mm-hmm. you know um but so it's really cool to see that with the podcast and uh i like the length of it you know that's mm-hmm. uh it's six episodes and like i said they're all under an hour um, not a big investment really no exactly um so i haven't started the second season yet but the first season is very very cool especially mm-hmm. if you're into that sort of like historical um folklore and urban legend kind of stuff um it's really cool it's really good i would recommend it wow that's a real good recommendation that is is the recommendation and L O R E L O R E lore a prime original. Do you have anything else on TV? I sure don't. Let's go to. Do you have movies? I can. It's up to you, man. What do you want to do? I got video games. You want to go to video games? Doesn't matter. Wait, hang on. Let me check my list right quick. Let All right, check your list. Let me check oh, wait, it twice. Movies real quick because I want to see if you care about this one or not. Okay. Okay. 
Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. All right, so the uh, uh, the other day, yep. I introduced the kids to a movie mm-hmm. called Three Ninjas. Three Ninjas. You said you weren't really familiar with Three Ninjas. Yes, I honestly don't. I know about it. Yeah. And that's it. I know it exists. So that is a terrible offense because Three Ninjas is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And in revisiting it, I realized... I am correct, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's, do I have a lot of nostalgia attached to it? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. But when three little kids are learning to be ninjas, and then they get bullied, and then they're challenged by the bullies to a basketball game, and then there's a goofy 90s hip-hop soundtrack in the background while they're playing the game, yeah, it's always awesome, no matter how old you are. No matter what. How okay? about the kids? They liked it. They liked it. They liked it. They. Uh, it was funny, because when we were watching it, Simi was like, huh, when you said three ninjas, I thought it was going to be three adult ninjas. It's funny that it's three kid ninjas. And huh. I was like, yeah. That's an observation. Do you like it? And she was like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I need you to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Also, um, not also, I guess that's it. But the movie I wanted to bring up, because I was like, I thought you were going to be excited about this, but I was surprised that you didn't know three ninjas. So uh-huh. now I don't know where this is going to go. But I also recently watched with the kids Casper. Yeah. What about it? Uh, it's a movie. Casper. The Friendly Ghost. Casper. <laughs> yeah. You remember Casper? Yes, of course I remember Casper. You do? Yeah. All right. Why don't you remember Three Ninjas? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Did you enjoy Casper? Yeah. When's the last time you watched it? It's like 27 years ago. <laughs> it's real good. It uh, Does it hold up? It really does. So it, I know there's... I, I think I get them mixed <clears throat> up in my head, but the one I'm thinking of is like... Uh, uh, there's Casper and Wendy. Is that the second one? Or is Wendy in the first one? Wendy is not in the... F- Wait, who's Wendy? Isn't that like Casper's friend? Is that another ghost? Yeah. Uh, no, no. She's just like a girl and she's like a witch, I think. Um, but anyways, my idea is like the dad works a lot and he's like trying to build a mall or something. Uh, he's not trying to build a mall. He's trying he, to stop a mall. He's not trying to stop a mall. Isn't something being built? Nope. <laughs> okay, so I'm way <laughs> off. <laughs> I mean, may, if that's the second one, then maybe. The first one, uh, it's Bill Pullman mm-hmm. and Christina Ritchie. Yep. But she plays a girl named Kat. Okay. And she's like his friend. Yeah. And uh, there's no malls, but Bill Pullman plays. He he's working a lot because yeah. he's a go. He's a paranormal psychologist, I think is what they call it. Oh yeah, this one's different then. Okay, mm-hmm. so they they go to this house because yep. it's haunted and it was inherited by like the the antagonist. Oh, um, of course. And so they hire him to go and try to like uh, um, uh, have uh, what, what what's it called? What's Casper it called? meets Wendy. Casper meets Wendy. Is that the second one? Yeah, it's with Hilary Duff. No way! <laughs> That's really funny. I've never seen that one. Um, it's st- it still might not be the same story, but anyways, um, it's good. It's good, dude. <laughs> it's it's really good. It held mm-hmm. up. I mean, it's it's super super nineties. Yeah. Um, but the cameos in it were crazy. Like uh, Ben Stein is in it. Fred mm-hmm. Rogers. Um, let me see who else was on it. I need to go through because I was like, what is happening here? Uh, there's a Ghostbusters cameo. Um, I think it was. Oh, what the? Hell? Oh, Devin Sawa plays. Who directed it? Uh, Brad Silberling. I was trying to think what connections it would have with all these. Like, why would there be so many cameos? Let's see. He did a series of unfortunate events, City of Angels. I don't know, dude. I don't huh. know. Hang on. I feel like I had more more cameos more that I was spooky. like, what? I really do want to revisit it because growing up, I don't know if you remember, but I had this VHS of Casper the Cartoon Show. Okay, yeah. And 
if I recall, I think there was like two or three episodes on it. And the show only lasted a season, but I would rewatch that a million times over. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it. I loved the cartoon and the movie, if I recall, I, I mean, I... It sounded like I didn't remember it, but I do remember it being good. Okay. I think that's basically where I was at too. And I was like, man, I do not really like remember this movie, but mm-hmm. I remember really liking it as a kid. Yeah. And it's one that held up because I know we've talked about some of the uh, some of the older movies and you revisit it and you're like, well, yeah, it's not, not so good. But this one was really good. Mm-hmm. So the other cameos are Clint Eastwood, Rodney Dangerfield, Mel Gibson. Um, I think Dan Aykroyd was the Ghostbusters mm-hmm. uh, cameo. And just watching it, all the way through, I was like, "What? What's, what's happening? What's here? everyone it's doing so here?" Good. And uh, Christina Ricci and uh, Bill Pullman are both great in it. So mm-hmm. that's it. Casper's great, and Three Ninjas is great. Yeah, and I, I have a soft spot for these like '90s, like maybe late '80s, early '90s, yeah. all the way through the '90s movies. Like, I want to watch the Double Dragon movie. Um, oh my gosh, dude! Never seen it. You've never seen it? No. There was one time where we were hanging out, and I think you were sleeping over for whatever reason. Maybe it was a PAX night or something, uh, and we put it on, and I watched like the first fifteen minutes. And I it was remember great. that. And you fell asleep, and I was like, okay, I I knew I had to go to sleep, so I didn't watch it either. But dude, that movie was a VHS that I owned that I had only at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. So I would go there, whatever, every other weekend. Yeah, and that would be like one of the movies I'd put on to go to sleep to. That's so so. It's like really oh, imprinted yeah. in your head. That's why so, when you just said that, I yeah. was like, what? what? Okay, we definitely need to watch that. Yeah, I would love to get that movie on VHS, actually. I bet it's probably easy to find. I, I imagine it didn't do well. Wow. It might have. No, it I shouldn't have. It was bad. That's, <laughs> terrible. that's up there with bad video game movies. Really? I can't oh, believe yeah. you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So I have a soft spot for those. I, I really enjoy those types of movies. Yeah, so. I do too. Man, I love the 90s mm-hmm. so much. So it's there's nothing wrong. Nothing bad happened. I was listening to a bunch of albums I grew up listening to earlier today. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's just, you know, I Dude, just. that's the first thing I'm going to do when I build my time machine. Yeah. Just go back to the 90s. Which, Not going to fix anything. I'm no. Just, gonna just, just go hang right out. Yeah, just be like, this is fun. Yeah. I'm going to go find the younger me and be like, listen, man, don't let anyone tell you not to wear pants like that. Because <laughs> you can wear them. You can wear them. And it'll keep you wide awake. If you wear them long Wide enough. awake, dude. Keep wearing jeans. You'll never miss a thing. <laughs> you never go to sleep. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm done here. What do you want? Video games? Video games. Okay. Video games. Video games, Take baby. it away, chump. Oh, I, so I finished. Oh. Oh, I finally completed after maybe a month and a half of working through this game. I finally beat it the other day. And I'm so excited to talk about it. It's called CrossCode. Cross code. Cross code. I thought you were going to say crash again. Oh, stop. Dude, the flip-flopping you did on most recent episodes is hilarious, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. The I first was... time you bring it up, you're like, it's great. It's because it is a good I crash know. game. It's just funny seeing your your progression. Yeah. Well, I had to be honest because I don't want people to get it and be like, what are they talking what about? What are they talking about? Yeah. It's not that it sucks. It's just too hard and I everyone know. agrees. But we all, everyone in the whole world yeah. agrees. It's a great game. Great game. Too hard for its own good. Too hard. Simple oh, God. Where's that? the spider? <gasps> You weren't remembered. supposed to remember. I know, I just did. Okay, so cr- what's crosscode? Crosscode. What's crosscode? Cross so honestly, knew nothing about it going in. Yeah. I, it was on Game Pass, the okay. glory of Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass. Uh, it looked like a cool RPG. I actually watched the trailer for it. And I was like, this looks fine. I I wasn't this like looks fine. I wasn't sold on it. Yeah. Um. So the premise is, you are a uh, digital avatar in this world, in this MMO world. Mm. Um, and so obviously it's very, it's very self-aware. It's a game. People log in and log out. It's an MMO world. Okay. Um, but the, there's something going on in the real world that your character, uh, is stuck in this digital world. 
and oh. you can't you can't leave basically. Okay. Um, and so there's a bunch of mystery and a bunch of stories surrounding that, but nobody can know you're stuck in the digital world because of what's going on in the real oh. world. So you're constantly balancing between people in the real world doing real things and then going into the digital world. But you're you're it's hard to explain because it's like a self-aware MMO game. Yeah. But there's a game outside of the game in the game. But you're still playing the game within the game. Okay. <laughs> so to put it simply. Please. You're playing through the MMO called CrossCode. Yeah. But the MMO is not the game. There's a, the story and the narrative and everything's outside Happens of outside But of you're it. still going. It's basically you're playing a game within a game. That is so wild. It's super bizarre. When you play it, it makes more sense, sure, I guess. Yeah. But um, anyways, uh, so going into it, I'm not a big MMO person. Yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, the game's just single player. It's all fake humans, yeah. NPCs, and all that stuff. Um, but I love just how great of a game it is. Yeah. Because it mixes elements of Zelda, of uh, you get a little bit of Mario because there's platforming and stuff. Oh, cool. Uh, the best parts of most RPGs, there's no grind, but yeah. you still level up and get the gear and all that stuff. Um, so it feels like just a love letter to the classic SNES days. Okay. You know? um, and I just want to talk about it because I don't know if a lot of people know about it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sure. Dude, I flip through Game Pass like every other day, even mm-hmm. though I have 150 games to play. But I've probably gone past it. What's it like graphically? I can't um, picture so, it. Uh, yeah, it's more of like 2D pixel art. You okay. know, um, It's very, we hear a Bobo coming downstairs. Bobo, get the spider. Will he find it? Um, no. Bobo's a dog, not a hired spider hunter. <laughs> but it's from a top-down point of view. Um, so the whole time it's isometric and you're watching from above. And oh, okay. And all that stuff. Cool. But, um, yeah, so the combat is very interactive because you have a gun and uh, melee attacks. Okay. Um, and you constantly are switching between depending on the enemies you fight and Sweet. stuff. Uh, and that's the one thing about this game that I think um, is kind of hard for just... I think most gamers in general, it's yeah. very, um, it requires a lot of brain power. Okay. It's definitely not a game that you can just kind of zone out like most RPGs. Yeah. Um, because combat is very intense. Puzzles, some of the hardest I've ever done in any games. Really? Uh, they're very rewarding. Like mm. they're very tricky. And when you solve them, you're like, yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Dude, they, I, I, you know, sometimes you'll go in a dungeon and you're like, ah, oh, this maybe will take me an hour, two hours, three hours. Wow. Like it, it's just because the puzzles are complicated. A and there's a, yeah, there's a lot to do. Um, and at first I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. I didn't, uh, because the puzzles just felt endless and there's a lot of them. Sure. And you can tell the developers really liked making the puzzles because there's a lot of them. Right. Um, but as you progress through the game, you just kind of get the, like, you know what to expect. Uh, and it just becomes a lot more fun. You That's get, cool. You get the big puzzle chunk, and then you get a lot of combat. And chunk in the night. <laughs> We're back to chunk in the night. Or chunk of the night. A chunk. Chunk in the night is like, then the hero's name is Chunk. Right. Chunk in the night. Which is like a Goonies spinoff that I would definitely watch. I would not. You wouldn't? No, I'd skip it. All right. It's gross. Well. So CrossCode. Yeah. Uh, super good. I just, I'm so excited to finish it because it's very long. Uh, it took me 46 hours. Wow. Um, dude. Whoop. Oh, breaking stuff. Sorry. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Um, easily, That's a lot of hours, man. Yeah. Easily the best soundtrack I've heard all year for, no way! from a game. Easily. I, I, the second I finished it, not even, it was before I finished it actually, but the second I finished like a dungeon, I was like, I need to get the vinyl because of course it had a vinyl. Of course. So I, that's coming in in like a week and a half oh, or whatever. But, of that. Um, but yeah, easily, I mean, it's, it's right up there with Celeste with like the other indies. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it is other than it's just so good. Everything fits every level you go into. Do you know who did the soundtrack? I do not. So... Can I spin off of what you're talking yes, about here please. real quick? So I have been playing The Messenger, mm-hmm. which is 
unbelievably good. So good. I love it. Mm-hmm. So and and I love how the game so this is also on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You play as a ninja and you essentially are it's it's very much a love letter to all all things retro games. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off as a pretty linear side scroller yep. and then halfway through the game completely transforms into a Metroidvania. Yeah. A Super Nintendo Metroid. Like literally the graphics change to a Super Nintendo level Dude. of Metroidvania. I'm like, what is it's going crazy. on? It's crazy. It's so well done. <laughs> and the, uh, the spinoff topic here is the soundtrack is so good from the very first level. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this soundtrack bangs. And um, the soundtrack is award winning at this point. Mm-hmm. And it was by a gentleman named Rainbow Dragon Eyes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if maybe he had anything to do with this soundtrack because I found out he primarily creates all of his all of his music with a Game Boy. What? Yeah, that's how he makes... How do you make music? I have no idea. That's incredible. So I totally understand where you get the sound effects from. Yeah. So is it a blend of other games? I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if he could do that. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um, That's incredible. Yeah. I, now I have heard of people doing, doing that, like ma- using a Game Boy as an instrument, but I don't fully understand how it works, especially with all the different tones and mm-hmm. playing through scales and stuff like that. I really don't know how it works. Um, but he, that soundtrack was award-winning, and I think it's 55 tracks, the Messenger oh, soundtrack. That is so good. Um, but on, on top of, of the soundtrack, the rest of the game is just amazing. It's so much fun. It's mm-hmm. a it's what I've been referring to myself as a reasonable platformer. Like yes. at, at no point do I feel like I'm never going to beat this section, mm-hmm. which maybe some people might not like, but it's so fun, and it's so funny, the dialogue. Oh, yeah. Um, I is love great. Indie games are always funny, yeah. always have great soundtracks, and always hit that nostalgic button really well. Absolutely. And, and we're, I think we're in the prime of them because yeah. we're only getting good ones. I, right. Seriously, it's very rare when I see a bad one. Yeah, I uh, know. Just in general. There's, And I think a lot of it has to do with like the self-awareness, but mm-hmm. it's because you're seeing these old school formats of conversation, like dialogue dialogue boxes, yep. but very human conversation mm-hmm. rather than the old like exposition that you right. would typically see in that format. You are the hero. Please get the, right. the falcon sword of destiny to win. Right. Now, like, <laughs> now it's like there's one moment in the messenger where one of the characters, the box text box is full, mm-hmm. and then the next text box is your character being like, "Dude, that was way too much text for one text box," and like that's <laughs> hilarious, you know? So good. So it's it's great, and mm-hmm. the soundtrack the soundtrack has taken such a forefront, particularly in indie games, yep. which I love so much. How like what a big aspect that is, and it always has been, but now it's really there's a lot of attention given to it. Yeah, and for cool. sure, and it's not only just it's funny we're not in music, but we're totally talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's not only just like what you expect from a video game, like beeps and boops and like yeah. little stuff it is like full orchestral you'll get vocals you'll get it's like if you're looking for good music just play a few indie games and you'll totally have a new uh new playlist rocking because it i mean seriously i could go through the list life is strange Mm -hmm. a little bit of an indie but not as much but uh uh, you know definitely uh, has indie sensibility yeah there's just so many good ones out there and i love it and crosscode fits right in there you know it's it was kickstarted so that you know when you beat the game the credits are full of of all the backers and you can tell a ton of love went into the game i will say game's not complete so i finished it and then there is an epilogue story, but they uh, haven't finished it yet. Really? So it's there, and everybody who has the game will get it for free when when it comes out. That's cool. Um, so there's a big chunk of story, like a big important part that you can tell they really want to finish, and it just hasn't. What been if it's there. not still on Game Pass when the epilogue comes? I'll out? I'll buy it. Yeah, just for the epilogue. That's fair. Uh, I mean, granted, 
you know, might be a waste. But it's, I mean, I can imagine I can get at least 10 hours out of it. Yeah. You know, each chapter, there's 10 chapters, and it progresses really good. It's not like an RPG where, um, you know, you feel like there's a lot of slog or boring parts. Yeah, like yeah. It's consistently entertaining throughout. That's cool. Um, and yeah, total, 100% I recommend. Even, I'm not a big RPG player. I yeah. like the games, but I usually only play like one or two a year because they're always such a commitment. Sure. Um, totally worth it. Uh, very difficult. Like I said, it's yeah. it's it's tricky um, because the combat is uh, very technical. Yeah. Um, but not definitely not impossible. You just have to always be aware. Yeah. Um, and the puzzles are a little tough, but otherwise it's spectacular. Cross code. Cross code. Wow. Yeah. Great suggestion. Thank you. Love Game Pass. Games are great. Love and, games. And Game Pass. Game Pass, dude. Game Pass games. Game Pass games. That's all I had in video games. I have books and comics. Let's go. Have you read anything good lately? All right. So I recently went to a, uh, and actually this was probably like a couple months ago now, but Mm -hmm. I went to this uh, used bookstore that we found and it was fantastic. I think you actually talked about it. I I might've talked about it. Mm -hmm. So it was was a little while ago, but um, I, I, I haven't been doing a lot of reading. Mm -hmm. I've been playing a lot of games, watching a lot of movies. Um, I hadn't gone through a reading spell yet this year. I usually hit one like once a year. Yeah. And the other day I was like, ah, what was I reading? I don't even know. I was reading a couple anthologies and whatnot. And then I remembered I grabbed this uh, manga or manga, however Mm -hmm. you say it. I'm not going to judge. You. I'm judging. And uh, it's put out by Tokyo Pop. It is called I Love Halloween. I love Halloween. Exactly. <laughs> and it has art by Benjamin Roman. The story is by Keith Giffen. Mm-hmm. And I grabbed it because the cover art is great. Uh, I just, I aesthetically, it looked wonderful. Yes. It was about Halloween. It had kids on the cover, mm-hmm. right? So I'm a sucker for like kids on an adventure. Mm-hmm. The Halloween tree, Monster Squad, the Goonies. Costume Quest. Costume Quest, dude. <laughs> I love Costume Quest. So the quickest way I can sum up this book, mm-hmm. because I had no I had no idea going into it. Um, the back does say Halloween has always been and always will be about one thing, candy. However, some fiendish friends excel at the tricks if they don't get the right treats. Mm. When these gremlins receive a boring apple at their first house followed by a poor selection of candy, they plan deadly revenge on the offending fruit-favoring old-timer. Deadly revenge? Join the misadventures of a group of particularly disturbing trick-or-treaters as they go about their macabre business on Halloween night. So, wow, you know, yeah. so I read that. And again, like the cover, you can see it. It's, it's, a, it's a little boy, mm-hmm. with little a, boy with a littler girl, yes. presumably his sister, yep. and a pumpkin. And he's about to hit it with what, a golf club? Is that a golf club? Uh, it is a crowbar, I think. A crowbar. That sounds more fitting. Yeah, it's the same thing. So what is so cool about this book, at least for me, was going into it. Like I read the back. I was like, okay, how fiendish, mm-hmm. you know, how misadventury are we getting? Right. And it's basically, if you've ever played Costume Quest, I would say this is either a very strong PG-13 or potentially an R-rated Costume Quest. Okay. So it's definitely kids on an adventure. It has that, that um, I don't know, what would you call that, uh, like, when it's like a group of kids like this. Uh, Whimsical youth. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's like it has that feeling, it captures that feeling of going out 
and doing something with your group of friends Mm -hmm. and it really captures the personalities of each of them. There's one that's kind of the runt that they kind of give a hard time. There is a name for it. You know what I mean? It's it's not like like, stand by me. It's like where they exactly, it's not coming of age. It's not, but it is, it is a little bit that, but it's more the focus on the group, like Mm -hmm. the group of friends. And I guess it's coming of age. It's like growing up. Um, so you're just on this adventure with these kids. And what I really loved about it is not knowing how dark it was going. Mm-hmm. And early on, it's ambiguous. So early on, you're seeing some things and you're like, did I just see in that panel what I think I saw? And if so, that's pretty dark. Yeah. But you don't really know until later. And there are some things that are what you thought they were and some that weren't. So um, mm-hmm. the story just unravels very slowly throughout super enjoyable it's really funny Mm -hmm. um it's very fun and it just had all the things i wanted it to have and they are so serious this is the thing that i like about is the kids are are obviously pretty young yeah um because a lot of the things that they discuss and interest them what it has the older teen rating in the corner older teen okay i didn't even think about looking at it as like a uh, uh, to see what the actual rating of the book was yeah um because um 16 and up it's kind of rare when when manga has the older teen for violence, if that's really? the only, only only thing. Because I mean, a lot of manga have a lot of violence. Yeah, uh, that's a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of. Uh, but usually, it falls into the teen range because yeah. it's never like excessive. But it must be pretty intense. <laughs> there if, are a couple moments, yeah. but it's like it, it's it's so unexpected and mm-hmm. uh, it's borderline comedic. But you're also like. What? <laughs> um, so, but overall, I think it's a it's a dark comedy book. Yeah, and the fact that it surrounds these this young group of kids mm-hmm. makes it even funnier. Um, and it's very very well done. It's super fun. I brought it so that you can read it because I think you're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, Do you know how many issues there are? I don't. So I or did. Books. I did find out what the second one is about. So mm-hmm. I know there's at least a second one because this one could have been it. Um, but then there's like a check out in the next one when this happens. So oh. I am 100% on the prowl for the rest of them. Awesome. I always um, love, dude, spine art. I just love spine great. art for things. Yeah. And I definitely and want cool. like a row of these. Yeah. Um, big fan of it. And, and, and I, I think I liked it in part because it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's just these kids that are so serious about Halloween. Yeah. Like that's the other thing. Like some of the comedy lies in how seriously they take it. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is our one night. Um, and they ruin it. Yes. And, and the, the things that they create in their minds when they get an apple, I think it's an apple they get at the first house. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole like lore for them, not to tie it back in earlier, but I'll do it. Um, <laughs> this whole like thing that they create around what it means to get an apple at your first house. Like, right. Fun things like that, that you just do in your head as a kid, you mm-hmm. know? And you have this hive mind of young kids to be like yeah that's fact like this is you know so (laughs) that's life sometimes you get an apple and sometimes you get sonic music well placed thanks does it stay in? Do I just leave that in? I don't know. It's for the ears of the beholder. Yeah, that's true. That's I love true. Halloween. What a nice ending point. Also, uh, it's love L-U-V. L-U-V. So if you're looking for I it. I love. And Halloween spelled correctly? Yeah. Because okay. if you, I mean, if you just look up I love Halloween spelled correctly, you're probably going to get like some Facebook groups to join. Or yeah. Whatever. Or some, uh, you know, t-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah. Um, thank you for letting me borrow it because I am excited to read it. You should be. You'll I pro- really like the little girl with the tooth. 
Yes, she is great. She looks like she looks like she's gonna be evil. She's basically. key, and also, dude, maybe if you put on some jeans, you can finish it tonight. Right. And all I need is some uh, the right <laughs> pair of pants. We're up all night. That's it. <laughs> Uh, that's all I had in uh, books and I was going to talk something books, but I'm going to save it for next time. Okay. Um, let's go into music and podcast. Yay. What are you listening to? It's funny. We don't usually say music and podcast, but yeah. because I have a podcast, I had to say music and you podcast. You had to say it, yeah. yeah. So my ears have been on the lookout for different podcasts to listen to. Yeah. And my friend Barry the other day was like, hey, I have this cool podcast, which... You have a friend named Barry? Now, here's the thing. That's not his real name, which I was gonna, I was uh, going to bring up anyways. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. No, it's I'm fine. sorry. Uh, we live in an age where people have online personas. Yep. And I assume... That's their names. Yep. Um, so Barry, that's not his real name. I'm not yeah. going to share his real name because I just learned it like a week ago. Yeah. And I've been talking to him for like a month at this point now. Okay. Um, but it was funny because uh, do you know people where you don't actually know their names? Um, do you interact with people? I think I have it a lot more now on Instagram because I meet a lot of people through that. Sure. Uh, and so I just call them by whatever their Instagram name I, is. I do know people who who other people know them that way. Like my friend, Jamie, yeah. who, um, he, people know him by his, uh, streamer name, which mm-hmm. is angry Tony, which is so funny because, but that he got that name on mm-hmm. tour. Um, and I can't, t- I'm hearing a noise and I don't know where it's coming from. Is it me? I don't think so. Binga binga. I don't know what it was, okay. but he got that name on tour. So people think his name is Tony or angry Tony, but it's Jamie. Right. So the nickname <laughs> just stuck so hard mm-hmm. that, like, even the band that he tours with, they call him Tony. Which I get nicknames, sure. but when someone's called a different name... It's just a different name. It's bizarre, like, I guess. Yeah, like, we used to call him Jamie Donuts or Jamie Bag of Donuts right. because he eats a lot of donuts. <laughs> um, and, he had, he, and he had this great story about donuts from when he was a little kid. So that stuck, but yeah. then he just got Tony, and now that's his streamer name, um, or his tag. What do you mm-hmm. call it? Uh, felt like streamer name was like, a, like an old guy thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's his, his stream name. Stream yeah. name. Stream name. It's what he streams as. Yeah. And so people just call him Tony mm-hmm. or Angry Tony. His name's Jamie. That's, yeah, it's such a weird thing because I don't know if I would want to be called anything other than my name or usually I get called Collect because I have Collect. So that's a cool one. I was just going to say, I don't know how you shorten yours. Um, so sometimes, yeah, a lot of people just say Collect. Yeah. Um, and in games where I can't put the full Collection Revolution, I do Collect EX. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know why I do it. That's, That's just cool. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like it. I think it's cool that because so my history with like screen names and stuff mm-hmm. is like it used to be lame. Like it, it was so super cool when like AIM first came out. Right. right? Inst- any instant messenger service or like MySpace where you mm-hmm. could be like, I used to be only Brett will tell yeah. because I was in a band called Only Blood Will Tell. And Which so like great. that was the thing that you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name fit perfectly on that one. <laughs> um, so, you know, there was that. And then... And then at some point it transitioned and it was like, oh, it's dumb to have like a, a MySpace name. But that happened a lot mm-hmm. um, in that era. Like there was... People um, called each other by their AIM name. By like their MySpace name. Mm-hmm. So usually it was like, I don't know. I, I'm going to make one up because I can think of a few, but I feel like it would be funny to use use them. Uh, I, in the future? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, the, or no. So there was this uh, one girl that would... would I, didn't, I didn't know her super well, but she, she would... Uh, her like MySpace name was Homewrecker, mm-hmm. so people would just refer to her as Homewrecker, and people would know who you were talking about. Yeah, so that happened a ton. Um, or or you would refer to the people as the like their first name and then the the band that they were in. 
Oh, that's cool. So that happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think. There were some other ones. That and that's I knew. just when things started, like when AIM came out and stuff like that. That's why did people adopt that? Do you know? Do you like? Uh, it was just like a fun thing to do. Or like Nick, um, like uh, Nick Hampshire, right? His last name's not Hampshire. That's all I've ever known him as. Though. Yeah, I don't know him as anything else. Yeah. So, so and a lot of people think that's his real last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know a lot of stuff about his names that like. <laughs> All of that is so not his. Right. He's going to kill me if he hears this. But, um, <laughs> He's got to have a Eugene in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's a funny thing. Like, the, MySpace names were like a thing or like claiming the band you're mm-hmm. in. Or Edge was a big thing. My friend Pat, he was Pat Edge. Edge. That's what, er- yeah, straight Edge. Oh, okay. So like. I was like Edge. Yeah, so yeah. like he was Pat Edge on everything. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew. I When he first changed his name on like. Facebook or whatever. I'd known yeah. him for years, and I was like, who the hell is this kid? I don't remember being <laughs> friends with him. And I looked, and I was like, Pat Edge? You have, <laughs> Edge isn't your last name? Like, So that was a thing. Yeah. But then it changed to like not be uh, cool, mm-hmm. at, at, like as cool to keep your name, depending. Like right. some of them didn't, you some, know. Some stuck, some had cool names. Exactly. Yeah. If your name was like, I don't know, Beat Down Brett, <laughs> it like wasn't cool to keep it, you know? But, <laughs> hey, look, it's Beat Down <laughs> Brett coming <laughs> yeah. around the corner. <laughs> But like some of some of them were okay to carry over, but now with like streaming and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and Instagram, it's like cool again to have a handle right. that people refer to you as. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you like you know that's what your handle is. So when people say collect, yeah. I know they're referring Which to me. Which is pretty cool. It is pretty cool because yeah. it's like you have a new name, you have a new persona, basically. Yeah. Um, I know mine would never stick. Growing up, and I had it for the longest time, it was Cheeseball Mitt. Which that was always my that was my, my head is going to explode. <laughs> Cheeseball mitt. Your face just blew up. So What's the mitt? Your my name, name backwards. backwards? <laughs> Why? Because a cheese. I think Cheeseball Tim was taken. So, so uh, you went with Cheeseball mitt. So I love a that. lot of yeah. So my 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 name from that was Mitt. A lot of people called me Mitt. Just cheeseball just mitt. in sixth grade. Just yeah. just in uh, that's when I met Nick. Actually, I don't. He remembers the name. He'll call me Cheeseball Mitt every now and again because he thought it was hilarious. That is um, amazing. And I lost the name a long time ago too. It was because you know no I, I didn't Jet stick. Steel. <laughs> Jet Steel. Yeah. No Jet Steel was before Cheeseball Mitt. Cheeseball Mitt. Yeah. I see a superhero team forming oh no all your past versions all of tim heroes. so good i bet i have a few more that i just don't remember at the at the moment yeah but, um yeah there's there's i've I, i've had the share but i'm glad cheeseball mitt didn't stick like i, I would hate to be cheeseball mitt now i'm kind of bummed about it no don't was be. that your was that your goofiest uh tag online ever uh, what was like your most embarrassing one it's not so i mean so Sonic Kingdom was one I used for a long time, and that's, I still I use like it. it yeah. I think it's cool. It's Sonic and Kingdom Hearts, but you know that's like pretty intense. There's there's this weird, maybe not weird. I'm self aware of it, so I know I'm weird. But there is this like big portion of fandom for Sonic and Kingdom Hearts, yeah. And the name Sonic Kingdom is actually there's a website based off of it and all this stuff. I just had it first, really. Um, so it's funny. I've never, luckily, no one's ever messaged me. It's like give me the name, but um, yeah, you type in Sonic Kingdom. There's a whole like Kingdom Hearts and Sonic fan base around it that is so weird um and (laughs) nice (laughs) um it it is it's bizarre um and it's so funny because i don't know why the two overlap i'm not smelling i don't either i because sonic and kingdom hearts are so different from one another they're so different in far as far as gameplay and like characters and all that stuff so i don't know why there's such a major 
fandom for it, but it's there. People love it, and yeah. there's there's so much about it. You should sue them. I should sue them. No, that's extreme. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll do it. It was my name first. I uh, I um, somehow this is like the first time. Like Twitch is the first time I've made a a tag that if people were to refer to me by it, it's mm-hmm. just my first name. It's just Brett in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. People are obviously just going to call me Brett. Right. It's like, Hey, check out Brett at Brett yeah. in the dark, which is like fine, mm-hmm. but none of my other, like my Instagram handle, yeah. my rap name. I know your Instagram handle. It took me a very long time to figure it out until you told me explicitly yeah. what it was. Kinda it's I it's like cool. It. I can't get rid of it now though. It's yeah, it's too cool. Yeah. This drink. I like it. You know, yeah. it's like, it's Thor. It's great. And the longer, the longer I have it, the mm-hmm. less people get the reference. But I told you, I love drinks. Yeah. So it's multifunctional. It, it fits. And now when I, it's funny because when I look up your name, all I had to do is look up the, I like it part. Like, yeah. and I recognize it just like the L and the K, like it's letters that I don't see together too often. Yeah. So, um, anyways, long story short, Barry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're back to Barry. <laughs> he suggested a podcast, uh, called film reroll. Have you heard about this at all? No. So film reroll is uh, the concept of taking famous and popular movies and turning it into a Dungeons and Dragons style adventure game. <laughs> what? And the reroll aspect is that they their goal is to get to the end of the movie, but they play it out from their their gameplay. Okay, that's cool. Um, so the the game style they use is called GURPS. Okay. Um, which is just like general role playing you know whatever game type okay um and so so i'm not very familiar with all the stuff but listening to this so the the episode i picked it's a three-parter it's called frozen have you heard of that movie i'm familiar (laughs) so it's one i i'm very familiar with yeah i think a lot of people are so i think it's a good episode to jump into because you get a feeling of like it's a movie that i know very well yeah so it's like when they hit certain parts of the movie when things are supposed to happen and they go the complete opposite direction it's super interesting to see where they go that's really cool you know dungeons and dragons work where they're basically like you know hey i want to go here so they leave it open they start they set up the base and the movie starts where uh or the game starts where the movie starts basically yeah so they skip over when they're kids but starts the coronation day okay so you have someone playing anna elsa and uh uh christoph okay uh so you have those three people and so it'll jump around between perspectives and where these characters are. And <laughs> it is so fun. Olaf doesn't exist. Cool they that? never summon Olaf. What? He's gone. He's you not in the movie. summon Olaf, dude. Um, uh, instead, uh, uh, Anna never met Hans. Or, uh, yeah, Hans. Yeah. Never met him. Uh, she instead adopts, or not adopts, but gets a housekeeper guy named, what's his name? It's 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 something Swedish, like, like. I want to say Gertrude or something like that, but Yoo-hoo. yeah, exactly. They talk about him. So it's just super fun because it's such a unique concept to take these movies and give it their, a new life, a new vision. That is really cool. Because you already have the idea of what these characters act like, what they do. Right. Which and, is what makes it interesting. Like, yeah. What and, happens when they make a different choice? That's the best part because you're like, and they play true to character. So they have a character sheet. You gotta. And they have roles and like when they, you know, because they have to roll to make things work. Yeah. So like roll for initiative or roll for like uh, dexterity or whatever. And if they fail, then the story goes and they fail. And they can die. They can uh, immediately die and the, that's the end of the that's story it. that's wow. the podcast 
Um, so it's, it was just super fun to listen to because the the um, people doing the the game are really fun and engaging. Yeah. Um, and just I love the concept. I think that's so smart. Yeah, that's super rad. Mm-hmm. I I still love like I say it all the time, but I love podcast. Wow. Hey. Hey. Welcome to the Keep Up Podcast. <laughs> I love podcasts as a medium because I feel like it's still so new and people are still exploring what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's every art form. Like people are always experimenting and everything, but it's it's super rad because that is so different than like I've been listening to I forget if I ever talked about serial killers on here. No, I don't think so. Um so it's a it's a podcast um original podcast is a podcast network. Um oh, okay. but it, it's just called Serial Killers. Mm-hmm. It it will come up immediately and it has uh two narrators. It's essentially um, like an unsolved mysteries vibe, you know, mm-hmm. they're talking in that like sort of intense storytelling and, um, it's very, very good, very well produced. And it's just a true crime podcast. Yeah. And it's so different from what you're talking about, but they both are very intriguing to me. Right. And it's all, it's all the same concept. It's a, it's a story or people talking and you listening, Yeah, but depending on how they do it, right. it's a completely, and even compared to the Wolverine, Yes. Uh, story I listen to. It's still a podcast. Yeah. Um, but you have these guys goofing off playing Dungeons and Dragons S games. Yeah. You have um, serious, like high production value serial killer shows. Yeah. And then you have Wolverine, which is just like a narrative adventure. Yeah, totally different. It's it's crazy. So just a couple movies to list off. They have Aladdin, uh, Pokemon the first movie, John Wick, oh, uh, Friday the thirteenth, the final chapter. Jurassic Park, Rogue One, and so they'll just play through these movies. That's really cool. Um, the ultimate goal is to make it to the end of the movie. If they live, if they die, what happens in between? Yeah. Um, and so they try to stay like as best as they can true to the story. Sure. You know, that's their goal is to make as best decisions as they can, either better or worse. But no matter what, they always <laughs> go way off. How many characters do they play? Um, so at least in Frozen, there was three. Okay. Um, and so the dungeon master will do a lot of the other voices um, and other characters and mm. stuff if they if they adopt a new character or whatever that's so cool um yeah it was it, it was a wicked fun experience and i'm excited i think i'm gonna listen to john wick next yeah because there's not a lot of characters in that it might just be john wick honestly you know yeah. there's other characters yeah but not so much like they're consistent through the movie that's pretty cool you know so uh yeah give it a listen it's film re-roll those are cool too like what if characters who don't make it to the end of the movie do right exactly like, that's kind of rad mm-hmm. i like that a lot do you like uh, true crime stuff? Yeah, I do. You should definitely try out serial killers because mm-hmm. the one I just listened to is about this couple who it was in the 80s mm-hmm. and they believed themselves to be witch hunters sent by God and they were just murdering people. Jesus. And it's crazy hearing because they go through all of like the potential psychology behind like each person's motivations mm-hmm. and some of them are like way, way older, like hundreds of year old stories. Yeah. Um, some of them are, like I said, this is in the 80s. These two are still alive and in prison. So it's like, Jeez. it's just crazy hearing. And most of them are two-parters. Yeah. Um, there's one about uh, like Hannibal. Um, mm-hmm. So there's there's all kinds of like really cool, That's super really cool. cool ones there. Yeah, it's really good. So, so it's just called Serial, serial Killers? Serial Killers. And it'll come up right away. It's mm-hmm. like just Serial Killers on a black background with giant white letters. Yeah. It's the first one that comes up. Very, very uh, well-known podcast. Great. It's really good. I'm going to have sadness in my life. Yeah, well, listen to one of those and then listen to Dungeons and Dragons podcast. It's called Film Reroll. And then listen to the Keep Up podcast. And then the Keep Up. Yeah, I'll end with us. You know? I like listening to me. Speaking of ending... I'm so hungry. Okay. We uh, got food. Listen, thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 139. You can find us on Instagram, the Keep Up podcast. You mm-hmm. can find us on uh, YouTube, the Keep yes. Up. Look for the r- r- multicolored running man. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
you know, hit us up wherever. Let us know what you want to see from us. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you hate, but be gentle because I'm very sensitive. And leave us reviews on podcast platforms. Dude, that was well done. Thanks, man. That was very eloquent. Sometimes I just let it roll go. off. Oh, come on. You could I let it go. go. You missed it. We were talking about Oh, frozen. I thought we were going to try to say a whole sentence together. No, let's just end it, Brett. You right. killed it. Tim's going to do something called End Babble. Bye. And your theme is pumpkin banana spice flip flops. <laughs> Bye, I love you. Splish splash, splish splash. Your feet, you feel the warmth, but you only smell banana, banana spice. And as you kick the pumpkin down the staircase of destiny, the banana screams, Why? Why did you let the pumpkin go? We were here to bring happiness. And then the banana spice became the flip-flop that you were born in. And so I'll leave you with this. Banana spice and pumpkins do not make the meal. When you add the flip-flops, then you got a deal. <laughs>